Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We are finally here. The NFL season begins tonight. It is the defending champions against the odds-on favorite to win the Super Bowl this year. I could not be more excited. I know Amber Wilson could not be more excited. We know you could not be more excited but both teams have their concerns. It is Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, not to mention on your smart speaker as well. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Amber, finally, the time has come. Oh, it is here. I feel it, Carlin. I smell it. I can taste it. Football, baby. It is back. Real football, not preseason football, the good stuff. And it all begins tonight at SoFi Stadium. It is the Bills taking on the Los Angeles Rams, the defending Super Bowl champs. And I have to tell you, I'm a big Rams guy. I've believed in the Rams here for a few years. I'm very concerned about the Rams. And primarily, it's around the quarterback, and it's around the depth of this team. Let's start with the quarterback, because that was the news of the day this morning when Adam Schefter Uh, tweeted out and said the following. It's a quarterback, it's an elbow, so you always have questions. But I think it's a little overstated. I mean, he feels better this year than he did at this time last year. And he had some work done on the elbow during the offseason. Had a procedure done on it to combat some of the pain that he experienced last year. By the way, when he had all the pain last year, he still was second in the NFL in touchdown passes. Hmm. So that wasn't bad, and he feels better than he does. And talking to various people around the Rams, I'm like, how's he looked at practice? Like, looks better than he ever has. Looks like he's throwing the football around. Like, there's no issues. And I know that it's been a narrative that's followed him all summer long because they've rested that elbow. They've been smart with it. But I think it's calculated and planned out, and they're just preserving the arm because they know he's had some pain, and they know that he had the work done during the offseason, and they want him to be as close to full strength as he possibly can be. And they have handled Matthew Stafford very well, but here we go. We are getting into the season now, Amber, and it's a whole nother kettle of fish as we get going right now. I don't think it's going to be a problem this week. I don't think it's going to be a problem next week. It could be a problem in week 10, week 11. That's when you start to pay attention to what's going on there because this is very real. As much as we're downplaying it at this point, when that story leaks and Adam Schefter puts it out this morning, it immediately makes me think the Rams want everybody to just settle down. They're kind of being the whole Kevin Bacon and Animal House, don't worry, all is well. (laughs) That's exactly what it feels like to me as well, right? That the Rams are trying to talk us into this idea that it's not an issue. After being so transparent with us in the offseason that it kind of is an issue, right? I mean, they're the ones who told us, hey, we tried everything and nothing's really working. And now all of a sudden it's like, oh, but yeah, we tried this other thing. It kind of is working, actually. Not a big deal. Nobody look over here. You know, nobody worry about this. Listen, it doesn't matter what reports we get right now about how everything is great for Matthew Stafford. This story is not going away until we see it. And then, frankly, even if we see it, like even if he looks great tonight, 
It's what you said. It's a quarterback in his mid-30s. It's a 17-game regular season plus whatever kind of postseason run this team is going to make. It is a long play here, Carlin. So I don't think this story is going to go away because we're always going to be watching, wondering if that elbow pain is going to catch up to him. You heard Adam Schefter talk about how great Matthew Stafford was last season, obviously, right? He won the Super Bowl. He was clutch when it mattered most. Don't forget, though, he was tied for last in the league with Trevor Lawrence with the amount of interceptions he threw. It's not like Mm -hmm. he was totally foolproof last season. He did throw 17 interceptions, and now possibly his elbow's even worse, even though the Rams are telling us, ah, suddenly it's better. Well, I think you make a great point there about the interceptions, okay? It's not that he's bad, but when he does have a bad game, well, it's a bad game. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And you know it. Like, they pop up and they can do real damage to you. And when you look back, there were a few of those last year. Had a a not-so-great game when they got beat up in San Francisco, when they got beat up by Tennessee. Like, that happens with Stafford. And, Amber, I I talked to people who have been around that throughout training camp and watched Stafford quite a bit. He is not throwing a whole lot. He does throw it well when he is throwing, so they're keeping him on a maintenance plan. But what always happens when you get older? It becomes much more time-consuming to get ready. And I think Matthew Stafford is kind of seeing that right now. He's, he's at a point where we need to really work on the maintenance plan throughout the course of the season, and that's where I'm most curious to let it go. The other part for me about the Rams, Amber, is their depth. Remember the the mantra and the T-shirt at the parade, blank them picks? Remember that? Mm-hmm. If you go look at the Rams in terms of their offensive depth, if they get injuries, especially on their offensive line, they could be in some real trouble. They, they could really be in some real trouble. They moved on. Andrew Whitworth retired. They opted to go with note boom uh, at tackle. We'll see how that plays out. They just gave Havenstein an extension. But behind those guys, you don't feel great about what you have to work with. And I'd be really concerned about that because the Rams have not had a first-round pick since they took Jared Goff. That's six years ago. Six years ago. So, yeah, blank them picks got him a title, and it might be worth it. But at the same time, you eventually do have to pay a price. I guess. I mean, you were able to bring in Bobby Wagner, right? It's not like Mm -hmm. you weren't able to make any additions this season. Allen Robinson uh, should be a good addition for them as well. So it's not like they sat on their hands this offseason. But, yes, it's much harder to do it when you don't have the high draft picks. Uh, Speaking of bleep them picks, Les Snead also got an extension. He will be there through the 2026 season, according to our very own Adam Schefter. That happened today. But that's been their strategy. I understand why depth would be a concern for this team, I don't really have a way to make you feel better about that. Other than the fact that when you're looking at the various components of this team, it worked out pretty well for them last year. Now, the thing is, Carlin, is I think things fell into place for this team last year as well. But that's true for every Super Bowl winner, right? Like things, you got to have a little luck. You can't be decimated like the Ravens were last season and win a Super Bowl. It ain't going to happen. So, yes, they have to stay healthy. But that's also true with every team trying to make a Super Bowl. Kind of made me think of what Keyshawn said the other day. What's the biggest challenge in defending a championship? And the he didn't go to the target on your back first thing. He went to health mm-hmm. as far as the first thing. But 
the one thing we can't deny is the amount of talent that the Rams have, so much so that Dan Orlovsky, ESPN NFL analyst this morning on First Take, said they're top. First of all, the Rams are a lock in the playoffs. They are in because the NFC is not as deep as the AFC, but they are a lock in the playoffs. This, this football team has one flaw, one weakness, and that's depth. But it's the same flaw and weakness that they had last year. This is a very top-heavy roster. But this is an organization that believes in prehab and rehab and health and wellness. So they are built to kind of maintain the top-end talent that they have. Look, there's no getting around what they can do. And Amber, you mentioned Allen Robinson. I, I, just in that same conversations I had with people around that team, they feel like that is going to be the move of the offseason that nobody has paid enough attention to because wow. that dude is a not just a really good wide receiver. We kind of forgot about him because he's been playing for the Bears, mm-hmm. and the Bears have not exactly had great quarterbacks throwing him the football the last few years, but he's an incredibly strong guy. That's where he has blown them away so far this year. Yeah, he'll be their number two. Obviously, Cooper Cup remains the number one there. And then, by the way, they could still bring back OBJ. That could still happen at some point in this season. Matthew Stafford certainly has weapons. Uh, Yeah, look, OBJ would help them. There's no getting around that. But at the same time, I think we have to be careful of counting on OBJ. He did blow out that knee altogether. And it's not like it was fully healthy before that. So... We're, what, six months removed now at this point? It's a very interesting situation to monitor. Be a part really of the him, Canty and the Carlin Nation they, they don't on the Dr. Pepper call in line. Call us at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. It's like a holiday when football comes back. If you want to beat the champ, you got to beat the champ. Can you lift your team to another level? Can you take the next step? Let's get on the field and play football. Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. There is nobody, I think, over the last week that has tweeted more excitement or shown more excitement at the start of the football season then our own Diana Rossini, who joins us right now, ESPN NFL Insider. Diana, it's Chris and Amber on Kitty and Carlin this afternoon. Can you contain yourself? It's not as much excitement as it is just being burnt out from the offseason. That's the truth, Chris. Hi, Amber. <laughs> you know, I, I went back to some of my notes that I take and things that I share with different shows on ESPN, and I realized – I'm basically just picking teams every week to win the Super Bowl and different players to win MVP. I haven't consistently picked anybody, um, which I don't know if that makes me a good analyst or not, but all I know is I'm Makes I'm you a great talk show out. host. <laughs> I, I, I've got nothing left. So at, at, at this point, you know, I've got the Lions winning the Super Bowl. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just at that point. So, that's why there's a lot of excitement for, for, for tonight. In fact, the first thing my husband said today when the alarm went off at 4.45, pizza and football tonight. I'm like, can, can we just can we, can we not discuss dinner yet? But okay, I am psyched about football. We are also psyched about football. I said in the pre-show meeting to Carla, I'm like, just a few more hours we got to get through and then we can talk about actual games because we're all tired of the same storylines <laughs> of the off season. But by the way, Diana, 
Do you think the Rams could be the first team to repeat as Super Bowl champs since 2004? <laughs> Let's do it one more time, Diana. One I more was going to say, Amber, thanks for pushing me over the edge. I appreciate you. I knew I liked you. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't think this is going to be the year they do it. I think the hangover is going to be for real for them. Uh, I think they've got some depth issues in certain positions. I think the shortened off season with so much going on for them, um, something as superficial or light as, you know, a, a head coach getting married uh, to, you know, a quarterback getting uh, a procedure, uh, as Adam Schefter is reporting, done uh, on his elbow is something as serious as that. I think just so much has happened in such little time. And, you know, players always talk to me about that, uh, about how fast the offseason goes for them and, especially teams that go far. And then, of course, if you win the Super Bowl and all the hoopla and everything that comes after it, um, I think they're going to be a little tired, and, and, and I can see why it will be challenging for them. So I do not believe, uh, you know, it's going to be the 17th season that will – well, the next winner will be the 18th Super Bowl champ that we've had since the New England Patriots did it uh, last in back-to-back years back in 2004. So I do not think this is going to be the year that, that, uh, that that's going to be repeated. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL Insider, joining us, Canty and Carlin, on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. Let's flip over to the Bills, Diana. Uh, we all know what happened in Kansas City last year. At this juncture, though, when the Bills are trying to get over the hump this season – if they can, what will the difference be in your mind? You know, you look at the growth that this team has had. Let, let, let's just take it from when Josh Allen has become their, their quarterback. And you see steps forward every season, which I almost think that's rare, right? It's, all, it's, it's ideal. It's what you talk. It's what you hear every GM talk about, especially on the first day they're hired, that they're trying to build something long-term. And, and Brandon Bean has done that. They are, they are building every year. And you see that the pieces that they're adding, and you see where they've improved. And, and you know, the Von Miller addition, um, you know, truthfully, when I first heard of it, I, I wasn't as um, impressed with the, the best word, but, but I thought he was a, a great addition. I didn't think that it was going to be as powerful as it has become since I've been having conversations with players up in Buffalo. Uh, Vaughn has an incredible presence about him, which we, 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 we knew that. And in any interview you've ever heard, you could pick that up. You don't need to be a player to get that Vaughn Miller is a force. Um, but, you know, his time in Denver and then obviously what he did with the Rams in just one year um, is actually probably stupid of me to, to even not to, to not think it was such a great addition because I do think he's going to be able – uh, to to guide this team over that hump. So if you ask me what the difference maker is, it's it's actually an individual. It's not so much a uh, a specific unit on that team. You mentioned there, Diana Josh Allen getting better every year. We all remember how last season ended for this Buffalo Bills team. None of us can forget it. Am I crazy to think that the way that it ended, how heartbreaking that was, will actually help them this season? Yeah, I think. Anytime you end the way they did, it will help. You know, I think of Patrick Mahomes, the way he lost to the Bengals. I think of Ryan Tannehill, the way he lost to the Bengals. These are quarterbacks that have not forgotten and are going to come with a bit of a chip. Um, 
I think Josh always has that naturally. I think he still goes back to the draft when there were so many questions about his accuracy. And, you know, he was just the guy with the big hands, uh, not so much the guy with all the talent that we've now seen. And, and you know, the jokes on so many analysts that didn't think Josh Allen was was going to be as fantastic as he is. So, yeah, and, and, you know, a lot of conversations I've been having about Buffalo today have been, you know, is the pressure on I don't look at it so much as pressure on Josh Allen. I do think that this team is very well equipped to win it all. You know, they're they're one of my ten teams, guys, uh, that I picked to win the Super Bowl. He's one of my ten players I picked being an MVP uh, because we we know the potentials there. But you know, any time you talk to anyone that's won a Super Bowl, they always will candidly share winning a Super Bowl takes skill, it takes talent, it takes coaching but it also takes a little bit of luck and you got to just hope for Buffalo's sake, you know, that, that they get a little bit of that luck this time because they ran out of it last year. It's Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL insider. And of course she is America's life coach. You're aware of this. You've become aware of this through her outstanding advice that she has doled out over the last several weeks, leading us to create her own segment It is Dear Diana. She's our life coach. Dear Diana. She's your life coach. I think she should go with her initial instinct, which is, I'm going to avoid this. Hop on Bumble. Go find some other love somewhere else. (laughs) It's time for Dear Diana with our life coach, Diana Rossini. Tweet your questions using the hashtag Dear Diana. I'm ready to go. And this one is a simple one, and it comes from America, Diana. We're going to ask it. Basically, on behalf of the millions of football fans that are out there that are in committed relationships with non-football fans, how are they supposed to navigate the next five months through the weekends and explaining that Monday, Thursday, college on Saturday, and Sundays, they are not available for any sort of household chores, for any sort of group dates with other couples. How do you get through this? Ladies and gentlemen who are not into the beautiful sport of football, lean in, lean all in. You got to find a way to love it. My sister is one of those that suffers from this awful syndrome called, I don't like football. And when I realized what it was truly, it was that she didn't understand it. So once I started to explain it to her and give her some of the storylines that I think she would care about, usually it has to do with like a player's wife or something very celebrity-esque or superficial, I found that she started to buy in. And then, oh, yeah, we have the color scheme. We throw in a team that has beautiful colors like the Chargers. She loves the powder blue now. You just have to find ways uh, and and spaces that draw you in because you're not going to win. You can't beat football. You can't fight it. And I think there's probably millions of partners out there who who are shaking their head in the car right now going, I've tried. I've tried. <laughs> and you could also do what, what, what I know people have done as well, which is use that as your time. That can be something when your husband or your wife is glued to that television screen or listening to it on the radio. Great. See you later. There's your alone time, and I think distance makes the heart grow fonder anyway. So there's nothing better than spending a little time away and then coming back together after the game. Outstanding work. 
And we're going to leave it at one because it is such a huge day today. <sighs> yes, we have to talk football. The advice will always be there for you guys. Exactly. And she will have it for you next week. Hashtag Dear Diana. Send your questions in. Diana, enjoy tonight. Enjoy the weekend. Lead it, everybody. Let's go. <laughs> Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, joining Cantia Carlin on ESPN Radio. It's Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson with you. In just moments, we hear from Tom Brady. That is on the way. And we discuss the Buffalo Bills and why history says winning a championship may not be in the cards. And that's recent history. It is all on the way right after Amber tells us about this from FanDuel. Kick off football season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. All you have to do is just sign up with promo code PLAY to get in on the action. You can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. Don't fumble your chance to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose with promo code PLAY. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports book partner of the NFL. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Tom Brady speaks. Of course, there has been so much controversy around the greatest quarterback who's ever played the game and his preseason and his 11-day sabbatical from the Buccaneers. But today he spoke up uh, for the first time this week in getting ready for the Buccaneers opener. It is Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, Canty and Carlin. Amber is in for Canty, who will be back on Monday after his honeymoon. Here is Brady earlier today on the expectations for the Buccaneers this season. The season isn't going to go like it went last year for anybody. You know, it's not the reality. You have to deal with where you are in the moment and deal with the challenges that you face. And certain guys aren't here. Certain guys are going to get hurt. Something, you know, things are going to happen to teams. And it's a long marathon. And we're not even at the 
at the starting gate yet. So, you know, we got to obviously put our week of practice in, be prepared, go on the road against a good team. It's a big challenge. You know, we'll go with the guys that are active for the game, we'll put together a good plan that can hopefully play to our strengths and, and attack their weaknesses. There's the old Tommy. Go with the guys who are active for the game, Amber. That's the guy we're looking for. Go with our strengths. Attack our weaknesses. Some good Put together a good game plan. Yes, some good old-fashioned <laughs> quarterback talk, right? We got it, Carlin. We got it from him. He's back, baby. He's good. He's good. I, I don't know what's going on in his personal life, all the rumors, whatever. He took 11 days off. Here we go. We got him. He's back. He's back to yeah, robot listen. quarterback talk. I don't know how if he's good or if all that other stuff is over. I'm still believing that this is a different Tom Brady. And we could start to see not a tail off in the play, but a tail off in what's actually important to him. We all seem to expect, I shouldn't speak for you. I expect this is going to be his last year. Do you think this is going to be his last year? I think it's going to be his last year. Yes. Yes. He's got the TV deal waiting for him at the end of it. Now, with all of that in mind, I don't know that Tom is going to treat this year as if it's like one big farewell. I don't know if he's going to treat this year with the same edge that he always has. And the reason I say that is what we've heard from him in training camp. He does sound and feel like a different guy to me. For whatever is going on, priorities have absolutely shifted in his life. Now, it feels like there was a moment there that Tom was considering unretiring and making his way down to the Miami Dolphins to be an owner player, right? That, that right. seems to have been in the works at some point. And so that gives me pause thinking, well, this is his last year in Tampa, but is this his last year playing football overall? I do think that the change in his tone and his demeanor, though, I mean, I think part of it is just that he's more human than we've ever seen him and that we're just not used to it because he wasn't a human for so long to us and that he has been more transparent and, frankly, more fun and more relatable since he's been in Tampa instead of New England. But also maybe the other part of it is that he is recognizing that this could be it and that this might be the final run. And although I think if he had actually made his way down to Miami, if any of that was real, I think you probably were talking like at least a couple season commitment there. But you mentioned the television deal deal waiting for him on the back end. So he has other plans after football viably waiting for him. Plus, of course, all of his other companies that he has with the TB12 brand. I think that he's recognizing that this could be the final run and, and maybe he's taking it all in. And maybe it's why he sounds a little bit more muted every time we hear from him than in seasons past. Vegas still very much believes in him. The Buccaneers, according to Caesar Sportsbook, are now the and have been the second favorite to win the Super Bowl this year at plus 750. The overall favorite is the Buffalo Bills, who we will see tonight. Joe Buck was on uh, the morning show today on KJM. And, of course, that's 6 to 9 Eastern or 6 to 10 Eastern every day on ESPN Radio and on ESPNU, and absolutely they are worth the hype. I think they're worthy of that hype. I think Josh Allen is everything you want in a quarterback, both on and off the field. I think he loves being in Buffalo, and they love him there. Talent-wise, they're loaded. I think they are clearly the best team in the AFC East, and then whoever comes out of that AFC West I think is going to be a tough team to beat. But, yeah, I, I think they're worthy of the hype and then you have as you guys know you have to go out there and do it so how about this this morning our folks from espn stats and information came up with a, a great nugget 
that I asked for that they were able to get the answer to. Last 15 years, how many times has the betting favorite at the start of the year gone on to win the Super Bowl? It's only happened three times ever. It happened twice with the Patriots in 2016 and 2018, and then the 2019 Chiefs. And Amber, I think that's fitting because I think that's what the Buffalo Bills are. I think they are the 2019 Chiefs. They were right on the doorstep, and now they are ready to cross the threshold. I think that they're ready to cross the threshold because they're a battle-tested team. I mean, we remember how last season finished in in such a heartbreaking loss. Not just a loss, right? Not just second round. Just crushing. Just soul-crushing kind of loss where you score a touchdown on every single drive and you still can't win the game. A soul-crushing loss. Sometimes when you suffer a soul-crushing loss, that's when the wheels fall off and there goes your franchise and there goes your window. I think for the Buffalo Bills, what it does is provides a lesson. And I think that that teaching moment is going to be what kind of propels them over the line this next time around. In my mind, it helps them. Plus, of course, Von Miller and, you know, what they did in the offseason. And I just think for a quarterback in Josh Allen who has gotten better, you heard Diana Rossini say it when she was on with us earlier, who has gotten better each and every season. Then he's coming off of that kind of soul-crushing moment, but also a learning opportunity. I think that this is the time for this team. I believe at plus 600, the Bills are a very solid bet to win the Super Bowl. I expect them to be the fourth team to do that in the last 16 years by the end of the year. And frankly, I think the only thing that will hold them back from doing it will be injuries. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, not to mention Sirius XM Channel 80. Be a part of the program. On the Dr. Pepper call-in line at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Are the Buffalo Bills, in your mind, absolutely the team to beat? Or is somebody else lying in wait to knock them out of the way on the way to a championship? Also, as your team approaches the opener, either tonight or this weekend, what is your biggest concern for them? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Up next, some of our analysts have been all over one team in particular and their chances this season. We are going to tell you why they are dead wrong when we preview our next division. It's the NFC South in moments on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Remember when Jameis Winston was talking about trying when he was trying to fire up his team and he's talking about getting a W and it, he's licking his fingers and yes. some it's just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just that would weird. be the way to describe it. Yeah, accurate. yes. Yeah, he was he was at it again yesterday and he was at the podium talking about his body. And I did not realize that he was a noted physiologist. If I sound confused, this is why. I need to work my ankles. Uh, and you, you got certain things that are, we're, we're all like, it's, our body is so symmetrical, right? You got, you got your wrists, you know, and then you, what are your wrists on the bottom half? Your ankles, you know, you got your shoulders up top. What are your shoulders? Your hips, you know what I'm saying? You got your elbows. What are your elbows? Knees. Your knees, right? Like, so uh, it's symmetrical and you just got to work different parts. What? 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 What was that? I mean, he's not wrong, Carlin. He's not right. No, I, he's I not know, wrong, but it's you know? but you should have seen the 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 visual of him doing it. He's like, it's like doing you know Simon Says. Like your your <laughs> legs are the arms of your bottom half. If that's that's what's happening there, your hips are the windows to the soul. What? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to do with Jameis Winston. First I, of all, I think Jameis actually. What we should look into is him replacing Dak one day in Dallas. Because him and Jerry Jones, with the sound that we played from Jerry Jones trying to add yesterday and tell us that somehow (laughs) one plus one has to equal three because it can't just equal two, it's about on the same level as what Jameis was just giving us. They've been hanging out together. I have to believe one and one is three. I I can't can't, uh, operate where one and one is two. Now, we all know it is uh, physically. But uh, the three is where you have to go. Now, you have to have optimism to operate out in that world. Right now, I, I want to see, like, the two of them together having a conversation on an episode of Hot Wings. Oh, that something would be like gold. That. Yes. That would be phenomenal. <laughs> None of us would have any idea what they're talking about. But yeah. maybe they would, you know? Maybe no, they could find it, common it, ground. And, I wanna, and then I want to add Kyrie Irving into the discussion. Oh, goodness. I mean, oh, goodness. And then Kanye West could make an appearance, <laughs> and we could have quite the party. It would be entertaining. I, That's I, I have long contended sure. this, that Kyrie is absolutely the Kanye of the NBA. Fair uh, or foul. I, I, I'm not disputing that at all, yeah. whatsoever. Uh, no, look. I, Jameis, I... <sighs> He's a weird dude. This kind of stuff, uh, okay, we'll see what happens. I, I know so many people believe in him to have a big year because of what he did prior to getting hurt. But I'm telling you, be careful here. Be very, very careful when it comes to Jameis Winston. We have been previewing each and every division all week long as we get to the full slate of games on Sunday. Of course, we have got the opener tonight to kick off the season between the Rams and the Bills at SoFi Stadium, the defending champs against the odds-on favorites. It's Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. And on ESPN Plus, Amber Wilson is in for Chris Canty today. Amber, 
Let us turn our attention to the NFC South. We were talking about Tom Brady just a few moments ago. And we know what the issues are that the Buccaneers face right now. Interior of the offensive line, where Brady is, is he 100% on every front of football locked in? Is it the same Tom Brady with the same edge as before? And then even a little bit of health here and there. Chris Godwin says he's questionable for this week. Amber, where are you with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the NFC South? I mean, I think that the O-line concerns are an actual concern when you're talking about a quarterback who's 45 years old, even if he has the quickest release in the league, even if he can read defenses faster than anybody else in the league. You're talking about somebody who you can't let get hit, right? Because who knows if he's just one hit away from some sort of catastrophic injury. And this Bucks team, the trajectory of it completely changes, of course, if Tom Brady's not at the helm. So I think it's a real concern, but... I also think that we're talking about a pretty stacked Bucks team. Assuming that Godwin is good to go, or at least good to go by week two, you're talking about, I still think, one of the best receiver rooms in the NFL. I don't know what it's going to look like with Todd Bowles at the helm, but I don't know if it matters as much as I criticize it other places. We'll get into you know my thoughts on the Saints here. Some of these coaching changes, obviously, I do think matters. It doesn't matter quite as much to me when you have Tom Brady, though, Chris. So I have a hard time being down on this Bucks team in any way. I, I have concerns. I'm not saying I'm concerned free, but I do think, barring health, this Bucks team is going to be one of the best teams in the NFL. I expect the Bucks to win the division. To be clear, I, I do. Uh, I think their defense will be pretty good, uh, but I do also wonder when we talk about the interior of the line, not just protecting Brady, but also running the football. You know, is Leonard Fournette going to be just as effective and can he stay healthy? You know, he had the issues with injuries earlier in his career. And in can shape. he stay healthy if that offensive line isn't quite as good? And then there's the New Orleans Saints. And I am not a believer in any way. And it just boils down to Jameis Winston. And maybe it's unfair because they, I think they did a good job with bringing in Chris Olave in the draft. And Jarvis Landry as well to go. If Michael Thomas is focused and not annoyed with the team anymore and healthy, it's got the potential to be a dynamic offense. I just wonder if you can truly trust Jameis Winston over the course of a season. I haven't seen Michael Thomas be Michael Thomas in years. 2019. Years. I mean, now, given 2019, he had one of the best... Seasons in NFL history for a receiver, but it was 2019. It was years ago. Mm -hmm. So I understand that Keyshawn's telling us his nephew's healthy and ready to go. I I heard Bart Scott today talking about how, you know, Michael Thomas isn't going to miss a beat. If he comes back, it'll be like KD coming back from a big injury. I guess it has been years again, plural. We'll see. I have a hard time believing it. Speaking of injuries, Jameis, by the way, coming off of uh, also – that ACL in game seven, I understand the six games before that looked pretty good. I only got six games of it. I got a lot more in Tampa, and I got a lot more questions, and Tampa was ready to move on from him. And when they did, they won a Super Bowl with the next guy. Is Dennis Allen a good head coach? Last time I saw it, it wasn't pretty. There's a lot of questions for me with yeah. the Saints team, and yet most people have them not just winning the division, but people right now, it's like the trendy pick to have them winning the Super Bowl. I don't know what people are doing there. I am not nearly 
as high on the Saints. I, I am not either. And remove Sean Payton from Jameis Winston, and that's an even bigger concern. We have about a minute to talk about the Panthers and Falcons, and that need. feels appropriate because it feels like this is what we're going to be looking at this year. With the Panthers, I'm most intrigued, and everybody is, can Baker Mayfield save his career? I actually believe he can, Amber. And can McCaffrey stay healthy, right? Yep. I think that those, you know, and, and can Matt Rule save his job? I mean, I think that's what we're looking at with the Panthers. I think they're going to finish better than the Falcons. The Panthers could go either way. The Falcons cannot go either way. I don't even think that, frankly, they're trying to go either way, Carlin. How long will it be at this point before Dustin Ritter, uh, before Desmond Ritter is starting for the Falcons? I can't imagine it's going to be more than week five or six before we see him. Now, you have that relationship between Mariota and Arthur Smith, but I'm with you. At some point here, you start the rook, you try to move on from into the future there in Atlanta. You know, that- I don't think it's really gotten enough attention how badly the Falcons screwed up that whole situation. In trying to get uh, Deshaun Watson there, it could have been Matt Ryan who was mentoring this guy along. And nothing against Marcus Mariota, but Marcus Mariota's not in a position where he wants to mentor. He wants to go play. Yeah, I, I, except for I don't know what the point would have been, frankly, of keeping Matt Ryan on that team when you're not in a winning position with or without him this season. Well, the NFC South has got a couple of haves and a couple of have-nots.